not a groundbreaking earth shattering concept at all, but so, so, so holds so much truth to it. And I've been walking around my apartment back and forth, like, oh my gosh, my gosh. Okay. Like I've just been like in this, are you ready to receive? Are you ready to receive? And I want to peel it back a little bit because I think this could be really helpful as a quick hit pod today. You choose change or change chooses you. And what I mean by that is there's really two ways you come across actually changing. You're like doing good, you're doing great, and you make this conscious choice. Like I'm gonna choose, say, I'm gonna choose to run a marathon and all that comes along with it. I'm gonna choose to do this because I wanna feel this way in my life. But I'd say about, I don't even, I can't even put a number on it, but I'd say about most of the time, change chooses you. And what I mean by that is you wake up one day and you're so tired of your own shit, or you're in such a low place, or you're at such a bathroom floor moment or rock bottom that you don't have a choice, but to change something in your life because your life has become unmanageable. And might I add, it never comes at a convenient time. It never comes in convenience. It's always the most inconvenient time when that comes to not. We'll get back to the change chooses you, but for now I want to tackle change and being ready to receive. And what I mean by that is you could hear someone say something a hundred thousand times in your life And it doesn't land for you because you're not ready to receive it. You're not in a place where you're open and and ready for that type of advice or change or whatever it is. And lastly, and maybe one of the most important things is, is it coming from someone you know, like, and trust? You are so much more likely to read the book or listen to the advice or go to the event or whatever with someone you know, like, or in trust. And the best example I can think of is one of my favorite people in the entire world is Marie Forleo. One of my favorite books is Everything is Figureoutable. And I can't remember what conference I was at, but I was listening to her tell this story. And I guess her husband for like maybe a few months was like, we should do this juice thing. We should try this thing, these supplements. It was something along those lines. And she was like, no, 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 no. Marie goes to a conference or something and runs into a friend or hears somebody speak about doing this juicing or cleanse or something. And la, la, la. she goes home, she grabs her husband. She's like, we got to do this. It's so great. Oh my gosh. Like I learned all about it this weekend. And her husband looks at her and is like, we've been, I've been trying to get you to do this for X amount of time. And I, I always laugh at that story and that example because it's so good. It's like someone could literally be saying something right in your face, like over and over and over and over again. And unless you're in the arena and ready to receive it, or it comes from someone you admire, or you just hear it with the right inflection and tonality and verbiage for it to land It will never, ever, ever happen. And that's the way I look at so many of these books out right now. I mean, there's probably millions of books on personal development, like millions actually. Now it's like hotcakes. It's like banana pancakes at the Pancake Pantry on a Sunday at 9 a.m. in Nashville. And if you've never been there, put it on your bucket list. It's so good. But literally, it's like everybody says the same shit. Literally, everybody says the same exact shit. It's very few people that are just saying things that are super novel, like brand new ideas. It's always some iteration or some wording of the same concepts by millions of different people. And the difference is if you trust and know and like that person and you're in a point in your life where you're wanting to make a change 
or you feel like you have to make a change because you're so desperate. Maybe you're sitting in the audience out of, you're just sheer desperate. Like maybe this person will have what I need today. And they might not even say anything that groundbreaking or earth shattering, like I mentioned before, but you were ready to receive it in the moment because change either was choosing you or you were there because you really trusted yourself in the moment to create a change in your life. And again, I can't put a number on it. Like I said before, like I want to be like 99% of the time, but I feel like that's also for false, false, false. But I'd say most of the time it's coming out of desperation. It's coming out of, again, like I'm just so fucking tired of the way I feel, the way I look, my relationship, like insert whatever it is there that you're so freaking tired of. And I guarantee that almost bottomless moment of like, if I don't change, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to end up in a ditch. I'm going to like kill myself. And I don't say that like taking your own life. I literally mean like your behavior, maybe you're drinking or drugs or whatever is quite literally going to kill me. That's that moment of desperation where it's like change is choosing me because if I don't change, something really bad is going to happen or something really awful is going to happen. And I need to get myself out of this cyclical toxic pattern or else like I am not going to make it like that's the level of desperation that usually creates a massive, massive change in your life. And this I can be 100% sure of it's always for the better. It's always for your betterment. It's always, always, always going to make you better on the other side. The biggest, most radical change in my life, and I've alluded to this many different times on many different episodes of this podcast, was I was in LA and it was about 2012, I think. And I was dating this guy at the time and we broke up. And I remember like I couldn't even get up off the couch. I was like so just like hungover. I think we had like gone out the night before and gotten in a fight. I don't even, I didn't even remember it. It was like just what, like just a really all around shithole experience and night. And I woke up and my best friend, Brittany came over at the time. And like, she brought me grapes. Cause that's all I could eat at the time. I was just like, so depressed. I was so hungover. I was so disgusted with like who I was and the way my life was going that I, I knew in that moment that something had to give. And the way something gave in that moment is another mutual friend of mine, also named Brittany, handed me a book, Spirit Junkie. And she's like, read this book. It's so good. I think you need it right now. Or I just, I don't even remember how that went down, that transfer conversation back and forth. I'm kind of probably not remembering it totally. But then again, I was kind of all over the place at that time and just really not in a good place in general. But I do remember her handing me that book. I read that book and that started a grand and massive transformation in my life. That was the perfect example of literally, I didn't want the change. The change chose me because if I hadn't changed then, I actually have no freaking idea where I would have ended up. That was the catalyst or huge, huge, huge moment to where I am now. It really, I believe, changed my course, like changed my life course actually because I was going down a path that really wasn't good. And it's almost like when you see those movies and the railroad train is like lurching and lurching and lurching and all of a sudden someone like pulls that lever and the train goes and goes the other way. That was literally my train because my train was headed off the tracks to absolute catastrophe at that time in my life, a hundred percent. And then from there, 
I started to read these books and I started to go to these events and I'd show up at these sound baths and I went to like the book was Spirit Junkie by Gabby Bernstein. You know, I found myself on the floor on a Friday night at a sound bath and connecting with people that didn't just go out to the club every night and didn't just get fucked up all the time, all day, every day, all weekend at Barney's Beanery drinking all day, all night, all the time. And it started to show me that there was so much more beyond what I was doing. And it's so weird because you get caught in this rut, in this hamster wheel lifestyle that you think is okay because everybody around you is doing it too. And then you realize like, holy shit, there's so much more to life. And there's so many different groups of people with different interests and different things outside of this small ass little sphere that I've been basically captive to, held captive to, but it's my own behavior that's keeping me there. And that's a fucking wild realization in itself to like look up. I feel like sometimes you just don't even realize how bad it is until it gets really, really unmanageably bad. And then you look up and you're like, okay, this is not good. And if you're like, okay, Mads, but how does this have to do with being ready to receive? I believe that you are truly only ready to receive out of full surrender. And a lot of these situations that I've mentioned are kind of like those moments where the rug gets pulled out from under you or you are just at your absolute wits end and wherewithal and you kind of just like are like, I need some, I need like a divine sign. I need something bigger. I need to fully surrender because the way I'm doing it and how I'm doing it on my own is no longer working. I can no longer survive like this. So I absolutely have to change something and make a change for the better or just like, I'm not going to make it. And I think that kind of guttural transformation comes like when you are ready to receive and it's usually out of surrender. You're so desperate that your only option is to surrender to the next best thing and then do the next best thing and then do the next best thing and the next best thing. And then all of a sudden you went from who you were down and out, unable to really manage anything in your life. And all of a sudden you kind of crawl your way out of it. And obviously these are the more extreme examples, but I think sometimes it takes that extreme of a situation to actually make you change. It's almost like when someone goes into the doctor and has a health scare and then all of a sudden they want to eat all the healthy food and they want to do the exercise and they want to do everything they can because like your health, if you are healthy, you are, that's like, it's like if you've ever gotten injured or you've ever been sick or anything in your life, you're like almost praying. Like you're like trying to pray it away because nothing else matters when you don't feel good in your body, right? It's that level of I don't want this. I need this. It comes out of like a dire need for change. And it doesn't always happen like that. Like I said, it could come from someone just waking up and saying, today's the day I'm going to do the gratitude practice and just being disciplined and committed to like, I really want to change for the better and I'm in a good place. But I really feel like most of the time it's coming from that break point, which breaking down is really awful and shitty and I don't wish it on anybody ever, but I think, you know, the cheesy ass saying, you got to break down for that breakthrough. And uh, I think this is one of those times where you really, this is where you really learn the lesson and it sticks. 
And being in surrender is definitely one of those moments where it gets so bad. You just like hit your knees and you're like, God, I need help. Has anybody been super sick or in a really, really bad position and you find yourself praying? Like you might not pray ever in your life, but when something's going horribly wrong and there's tragedy or something horrible, 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 tremendously awful going on, you find yourself praying. I think it's really hard to be in surrender if you don't believe in something bigger than yourself. And it doesn't really matter what you believe, but I think life gets a lot less challenging when you're not trying to bear all the weight yourself and you give it up to a higher power, whatever that might be for you. Something to think about, something to marinate in, but I guarantee if you start to get back to that source and peel those layers back, you'll start to find these coincidences in your life that are really not coincidences of time where you were ready to receive and whether it came by your own doing or by an outside doing because it had to happen. You'll start to connect the dots looking back and be like, oh, that's why that happened or that's where my life changed or that's where I took that other path because of this and then this and this. And that's the note I'm going to kind of leave you on today and just leave you with your thoughts of like, are you ready to receive or do you find yourself in that position willingly or do you just relate entirely because you can pull from an example in your own life where this made total sense. And sometimes you just need to look back and be like, damn, there it is right there in front of my eyes. And I think also when you have that change happen once in your life, I guarantee other positive changes start to happen and they start to unfold on not such dire need basis, like on not out of desperation, but out of actual free will and choice, like choosing to do better and be better because you don't want to ever go back to who you were before. And that gets easier with time and practice and the willingness to show up and receive from all the things around you. I think it's almost like your ear becomes a little more in tune with things going on and how to actually take things on once you have gone through those flat lines almost in your life where the situation was absolutely non-negotiable. Just a little bite-sized snack for you to chew on for a little bit, these concepts. And looking back, I'm always like, damn, why wasn't I opening to receive it then? Like, I'd be so much further along in my life now if I had just known better. And so when you know better, you can do better. And it's like, would I have been 10 years further in my business and my career and blah, blah, blah. And your mind goes down this path, but everybody's path is unique and everybody is so different. And like all that bad shit that happened before my bedrock moments actually makes me capable and has given me transferable skills to live my life now and help people well beyond the bike at soul cycle and all the other things I do. So it's like, you can't even wish away these, the, the shitty parts. They just become part of you. You kind of carry them with you and they're in your, they're in your toolbox of how then you can help other people and shepherd them along on their journey and help them through their moments where maybe they just need to hear it from somebody who, Um, They know, like, and trust in that person could be you. So you just never know how it could transpire and how it could change and mold and shift and then how you could change someone's life just because you are you and you show up and you tell your story and, and all that good stuff and the not so good stuff because that also contributes to the whole picture. 
I love the visual if you close your eyes and you try to paint a painting without using the color black or white and think of black as bad and white as good. You need the light as much as you need the dark and it all, it's all part of the process. It's all part of your process and your journey and your story. And hopefully this might shake up some things, shake up a little dust, kick up a little dust in your spirit and your soul and just help you to do a little deep dive on what it is you want and reevaluate maybe your practices, your rituals, your routines, maybe double down on them as we go into this last month of 2022, which sounds so insane because it is insane. It is insane. 2019 was almost four years ago. Like what? Yeah. So Now's a really great time to do that, a little deep dive, go on a little deep excavation of your soul and, and see what you find. And, and hopefully this, this episode helps you keep your eyes open to the signs and the things that might just fall divinely into your lap and be open and ready, hopefully to receive. Thanks for always listening to the podcast. It means the world to me. You know, I was catching the tea to an event last week and a girl stopped me. I believe her name was Jessie. And if I get the name wrong and you're listening, I'm so sorry because it was the sweetest thing. She stopped me in the tea in the green line and was like, hey, are you mad? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I always love when people come up to me because when people don't and you just kind of like look at each other across the room, I'm like, just come say hi. Like, I want to connect with you. I want to hear this. And she was like, I ran the half marathon and it was really challenging, but I had your voice in my head from like the podcast and it was just really cool. And it's really, that's what it's about creating impact in those ripples. So thank you for listening. I am ultra grateful for all of your support and love and all the beautiful comments you leave and the five-star reviews and just sharing it. If this episode hits for you, share it on your social media. That is literally word of mouth. Now social media is basically word of mouth for everything we do. So that would be amazing if you could do that for me. And until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Hey!